Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Sunday, March the 27th, 2022. It is currently 8.43 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. And Well, I, I don't know what else to say other than welcome. Um, we're live, but this is going to be, I, I guess what we're going to call this tonight, we're going to call this a, a Sunday night live chat or Sunday night live Basically, I've hooked everything up to go live because earlier today, we were having and experiencing a lot of technical difficulties. I did a live broadcast earlier today. In fact, let me just bring up our all of our content really quick. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Theology Central. Here we go. Um, we did... Uh, we did a live broadcast earlier this afternoon called I've Stopped Caring About God, Dealing with Spiritual Apathy. I think a very important discussion. I think we did a lot of good there, right? Um, I, but by the end of that program, we started having major internet connection issues. We don't know why, but we made it to the end. It, it's a little glitchy at the end, but I think we made it to the end. And I'll okay, great. So I thought, okay, it's just... Just some weird thing happened to the internet. So I waited about 30 minutes, 35 minutes, hooked everything back up, went live a second time to do a discussion from the book, The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis. And lo and behold, about three and a half minutes to four minutes into that broadcast, maybe a little longer, less than 10 minutes, somewhere, so somewhere between three to four minutes and 10 minutes, well, everything started messing up again. Now, people told me they could still hear me, but the last thing I wanted to do was be about you know six, seven minutes into a program, start seeing there's some technical problems developing with internet connection, and then press on. And then all of a sudden at the 20 minute, 30 minute, 40 minute mark, we lose everything. And then the entire program has to be done over. So I decided, you know what? Just stop it. Don't do anything else. Then we got to church to do the evening service, and lo and behold, right when we started, we had some internet connections again, and that was from a completely different internet service. So I was getting really fearful that maybe the laptop is developing some kind of issue with connecting to Wi-Fi. So what I wanted to do this evening was just to kind of turn on the uh, turn on everything, go live, go live for a few minutes more than a few minutes. I, I don't know. I don't know how long to go, but at least more than maybe, I don't know. We're just going to go for a while and make sure we have no internet connection problems. Broadcasting via Spreaker, broadcasting via Church One, on all the different platforms, we're going to monitor them and ensure that we're not having any connection problems. Because the last thing I want to do is turn on the microphone and go live and do some 30 minutes, 40, 40 minutes of teaching. I, and next thing you know, everything just disconnects, re, is reconnecting, and you lose all of that teaching. That is that is the worst. Nobody wants that to happen. Not only that, I don't want it to happen for you. You don't want to spend 35, 40 minutes listening to teaching and like, okay, here comes the conclusion, and then boom, everything goes, then you're, you feel like you've wasted 40 minutes. So the only way to ensure that there is not a problem is to do this, is just to go live on every pro, to go live on every platform, like we always go live, 
and just like just just be live that way. Like I, I could try to do some other tests, but I need to recreate the exact same conditions to ensure what what is happening or what is going on. So we're just going to have a Sunday night li- a Sunday night live chat. If you're listening to me live, and you can jump into the chat at any moment or time, just to say how you're listening, what what device you're listening, what platform. Let me know. Um, obviously, if you if you come into the chat via Spreaker, I'll know you're using you're listening via Spreaker, but I won't know what to, kind of device you're listening to me on. You can let me know, or you can email me newsif at yahoo.com, um, and tell me, hey, I'm listening to you live, and here's how I'm listening to you. That we, and whichever platform you may be listening to us on, that would be really really great. All right, good. So we have an Android user, and it's working. That's good. Now, okay. An iPad. All right. So we have we have Android and Apple represented. That is good news. That is good news. I, I, I still don't know what was going on today. Right now, it is showing no signs of even any problems. Uh, any uh, we, We're not seeing any problems. But let's just do this. Let's discuss a number of things today. First, uh, now this morning at church, before we were live on the air, I uh, once again explained to the congregation uh, how to get all of our content because there's still it still amazes me how many people still have problems uh, trying to figure out um, iPhone. What else is there? Very good. Now, good thing we we have we have the very sanctified and holy people coming into the chat, recognizing not recognizing that the only actual device is an Apple device. Now that is good. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to close this out and. Uh, do this. So I'm going to do this really quick. All right. We're going to talk about a number of things here. We're going to talk about a number of things here because I, I don't want people to waste their time. So a couple of things. Number one, um, because I am recording this, so this will be uploaded everywhere. So if you listen to our content, I, I keep getting lots of messages from people who listen to us on YouTube and they, they're like looking for this or they can't find this or they're trying to find this. Uh, I want to just everyone to know the church one app. I'm going to continue to, to recommend this because that's the, I think that's the only way to find things. It's the easiest, but it's this way. It's the easiest way to find things. The church one app is the easiest. You could go to our pod page and it does have a search function and you can find different episodes, but the, the church one app just seems to be the easiest way for people to find us. So once again, no matter who's listening, download the church one app that's church c h u r c h the le- the word one o n e church one all run together download the app do a search for theology central select us as your chosen broadcaster and then you and then you have access to everything you can listen to us live if you want to or you don't have to you can get notifications when i send out notices you can get notifications when we go live and you can get notifications whenever we add new content for example if I go, if I down, if I open up the Church One app right now and I go to feed, guess what? These are these are some things I posted just in the last few days. Um, today at two o five, I posted uh, righteousness. The apostle does not say that Jesus was sent to help us attain righteousness, but but himself to be our righteousness. Very. Very important point. Then I, uh, uh, on the 25th, I uh, sent out a notice about Christ's love for sinners. And then on the 24th, something about the love of Christ. So you you can get those notifications as well. I can, we can send out notices. 
You can get, I mean, you get all the notifications. So please download the Church One app. Please download the Church One app. Now, this is very important. On the Church One app, if I go, I'm going to just click here and I'm going to go to the series Romans. All right, so I went to, to Romans. If you notice, under next to every message, there is a date. On the Church One app, the date represents the date that it was preached, taught, when it was a live broadcast. So like if you, like, uh, like right here, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which part was this? I got to turn down the volume here. Uh, and this was indwelling of the Holy Spirit part five, right? Indwelling of the Holy Spirit part five. The date is Sunday, March the 21st, 2021. So the date next to it, that's when it was preached. That's when it was done so. On Spreaker and some of the other platforms, sometimes that date represents when it was uploaded. Church One, the date represents when it was taught. So that is uh, very important because I get a lot of questions asking that. Again, not only that, on, on the Church One app, if I click tap on sermons, it has series. And I go, and there's all the series. Ion Christianity, 99 sermons. Romans, 91 sermons. Jude, 5 sermons. Bible study exercise, 224 sermons. News commentary, 116 sermons. Devotional, 29 sermons. Hermeneutics, 12 sermons. Repentance, 5. The Imitation of Christ, 42. Uh, Christian Podcasts, uh, Spotlight, 5. Most Influential Churches, 13. Niagara Creed, 19. Now, all of those new, old, older contents being added, but the date will, it will show you the date. It will tell you what is there. Because there's still, a lot of times people are looking for all of our content. And that's awesome that people are looking for it. But the, the easiest way to find it is the Church One app. Put it this way, even if you don't want to listen on the Church One app, you may want to have it just for one, notification purposes, and two, to find the content. As if you think about how much content we produce a day, that that that's the way to keep up with everything, uh, the Church One app. So I'm just going to continue to push that and push that and push that and push that because, uh, well, it just, it just makes sense. I mean, not only does it make sense, we're, we're paying what, $50 a month to even have that app. So, I mean, that's, I, I want you to use it for that purpose, okay? I want you, but please use Spreaker as well because on Spreaker, people can use the chat. So I know some people don't like having two different apps on their mobile device. I understand that. Um, so, but Spreaker gives you the ability to to chat with us. And I'll, I'm, I'm so glad people are using that. That is awesome. That's encouraging. But uh, for so many other things, notifications, I mean, anyone who uses Spreaker realizes in most cases, you don't get the notifications. So the church one, you always get the notifications. There you go. So um, I, I think that we're going to continue to just promote that. And I just want everyone to know. So anyone out there, you're trying to get all of our content, Church One. I'm glad you listen to us on YouTube. Wonderful. But if you're trying to find something on YouTube, good luck. I, there may be some ways. I haven't done some more work on it um, to create playlists where I can and, and maybe divide those playlists into different categories. But it would take. Yeah, that, that's something we may work on. Uh, someone offered to help. We may have to. I may have to talk to them and see what we can do. That would that would take a little bit of work trying to uh, to uh, organize that. I'm still trying to organize everything for the Church One app, which takes a lot of work as well. But the Church One app. So before church this morning, 
I just went over it again with everyone, trying to help everyone know how to get all of our content. It's amazing how many people still struggle and have difficulties getting everything. But please, if you have questions, you can't find something, feel free to email me. Now, don't don't be offended if I simply go, the Church One app. <laughs> if I say that, don't be offended. But in some cases, it's like, just go to the Church One app and search and you can find it. Or, or But uh, but in many cases, um, uh, that's what I'm going to point you to. But by all means, feel free to ask. So th- that's that's something that we are uh, we did. Now, tonight, for church, if you did not hear the, the live service, we did uh, the, uh, the next part in the Bible study exercise for this week. And I basically did a number of the steps that you're supposed to do for you, all right? If you uh, if you look at the assignments for this week for the Church One app, if you look at them, let me find them here in my journal. They're somewhere here. Um, yes, it, well, the first one was to look at John 13 through 16 and note everything about love. We did that for you. Number two, look at John 13 through 16, note uh, anything um, uh, uh, anything that would relate to persecution, we did that for you. So that leaves you two steps to do this week, and that is look anywhere in the New Testament, uh, note everything about being persecuted, and look everywhere uh, and look uh, look everywhere to, in the New Testament on how on how to respond to persecution. So we did all of that. Um, for uh, we did two of those things for you this evening. And if you just take good notes on it, it should be good to go. Um, Twyla was there, so Twyla can uh, post her notes in the Discord channel. Uh, so uh, then, then everyone will have them if you need uh, any help. So um, there you go. Um, and so what I think we're going to do, I think what we're going to do, since this week is really, we're looking at persecution, I think this is what we're going to do. And I know some people may like this, some people may hate this, but... I think what I'm going to do, I don't know if I'll do it this evening, uh, because after this many hours of teaching, I'm pretty much wiped out, um, and it's almost nine o'clock. So I think probably tomorrow, what I will try to do is I'm going to teach you the topical method of Bible study, the topical method of Bible study. And so then you'll learn how to take a topic and then explore the Bible and putting all of the content together so that you understand a topic. So... um and I, I hope that I think that will be beneficial and that will uh, will help you a lot. I, I, I kind of I want to keep people working on chapter summary methods because I know Matthew 24 is, is fast approaching. And man, when we get to Matthew 24, whew, yeah, that's going to be going to be a lot of work. But we'll probably end up with some topics in there as well. So we'll do a topical method of Bible study. I'm I don't the people currently listening. I, I would be curious. I think I know one of them has probably heard me. T- teach on the topical method, but I'm curious, have the rest of the rest of those listening live or anyone listening live, have you been taught the topical method of Bible study? Do you know how to study a topic in the Bible? And you can give me a yes or a no, because I'm very curious if people know the topical method. And if you listen to this at a later time, you can email me newsif at yahoo.com and tell me um, whether you know the topical method of Bible study or not. Okay, there you go. All right, no. All right, I'm, I'm I'm checking email here as well. I'm checking I'm checking everything. All right. So yeah, if if I'm curious if those listening live, if uh, and we're not having any problems with our connection, this is a very good sign. We were just having some kind of internet issue. All right. 
Oh, oh, wait, we did the topical method for loyalty. Did we do the topical method? Did I, did I teach the topical method? Let me see here. Let me see here. I'm going to do, see. Did I teach the topical method? Let's see. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to click on this. Yeah, and I know we studied the topic, but I don't know if I taught the actual method. If I did, I, I apologize for forgetting, but I, you know, I do a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff here. Um, so I'm waiting for someone to answer because I don't remember. Did I actually teach the topical method where I went through every step of the method? Let me look here. Let me, I'll, I'll, let me see here. I'm going to do this really quick. And remember, we're just doing a test here, so I can, I can do this. Let me go here. I'm going to pull up. Okay, the uh, the topical method has. Let me see here. Um, yeah, th this these are some of the steps for the topical method. Um, is to compile a list of words, collect Bible references, consider each reference uh, individually, compare and group the references, condense your study into an outline, and conclude your study. I think we may. I think I may have gave a. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I gave a. Uh, I'll have to go back and listen. I'll go back and listen to the first part of the loyalty series and see if we did that. I think maybe I gave you a modified, uh, I think I gave you, all right, I think I gave a modified version of it, all right? Uh, all right, okay, so I did give you the whole method, all right? Okay, good. Uh, so, all right, well, then maybe, maybe, maybe I won't uh, have you, I won't teach the method again. For some reason, I was thinking we did not actually do a topical method, a full topical method. I'll have to listen. Uh, uh, what I'll have to do is, uh, yeah, if you can, if you can post yours notes back in the uh, Discord channel, what I'll do is I'll look at it. I think it was a modified topical method. I think that's what it was. I think it was very modified. And I just really, I like, I boiled it down to the bare necessities. I mean, I, I broke it down to like, here's the ver the fewest things you can do and it still be called a topical method. <laughs> I think that's what I did. Like, here's the topical method. Now here is as simple as, as you can, as you can do. All right. But, uh, but I'll check and see if not, then I'll teach the topical method, uh, the full topical method, um, so maybe tomorrow. And uh, because I think that'll be very important to have for everyone to have that in your toolkit, right? I think Bible study methods are are tools, and this is what I always try to challenge people: the, the, when you learn all the methods, when you learn all the methods, here's what you can do: at any given time, like once you become proficient at all the methods. You can merge methods. You can put, you can grab one thing from one method and grab another thing from another method. And you can kind of just use whichever tool you need for whatever problem is facing you and whatever text you're studying. You may be like, oh, I need a little bit of chapter summary method here. Okay. I need a little bit of the devotional method. Ooh, I need, I need chapter analysis. I need chapter, you know, chapter synthesis. I, I, you can, you can just start pulling them all together and using what you need. So, um, I definitely need to get a full-blown teaching on the topical method out of the way. So I'll try to do that as soon as I can. I think that I think that will be 
I think that'll be very, very, very important. Uh, and I think people will benefit from that. So um, if, if we haven't, and, e- and even if I did do it a halfway decent job, I'm still going to teach it as a separate standalone that just says topical method of Bible study. Because if someone right now searches for topical method of Bible study, they're not going to find anything listed as that. They would have to know to go look to the loyalty Bible study exercise to even find the, 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 a brief outline of it. And I want everyone to know that. So we'll be doing something with the topical method this week to get us ready for future challenges. All right. So I think that's important. All right. And I'm not going to give you any major homework. I just want you to know the method. Because in a roundabout way, I'm kind of, I've kind of, the assignments I've given you this week with going through John 13 through 16 to look for this and to look for this, I'm kind of, I'm kind of giving you again the steps of a modified topical method. So if I keep giving you all the individual steps, by the time we put it all together, you can just write down those notes so you'll see it listed out. So I think we will do that because I think that is important. Um, Also this morning, or also at church, uh, so this, so uh, not only did I kind of set everyone before we went live, once again, gave everyone information about like the Church One app, What, but what I did was um, for Sunday school, we made it, we, we, we advanced just slightly into the book of Jude. We made it just, uh, we, we just, we went, we didn't get too far, all right? I think we didn't even finish that. We didn't even finish the second verse, I don't think, but uh, we looked at Jude verses one and two, looking at the greeting section. And we definitely had a very important discussion about understanding the difference between a, a sermon and actual study of the text. And I think that's a subject that I hope sparks a lot of conversation this week. I tried to get everyone to understand the distinction because I think sometimes pastors are more worried about preaching a sermon than actually dealing with the text. And in many cases, sermons will present ideas that I don't think are even really in the text because it preaches good, because, because it sounds so good. We looked at that, this same concept this morning, not only in Jude, but in our study in Romans 9, where we looked at Ezekiel 37, where I was taught so many times to preach Ezekiel 37, the first part of that prophecy about the Valley of Dry Bones, and a soteriological way dealing with salvation and then it shows God regenerating a dead sinner. And well, when we actually looked at the text, we realized no, no, that's not really about that. It's about the regeneration of a dead nation. It's about reviving a dead nation, restoring a dead nation, the house of Israel. I mean, the text literally tells you who it is. So um, I think it's important to realize sometimes we hear a sermon and it may be, it may sound good. It may preach good. It may move your emotions. It may be interest, interesting. It may be, uh, it may be the greatest thing you've ever heard from a communication standpoint. But did they sacrifice the text at the expense of a sermon? Did they sacrifice the text? For the, at, for the expense or, or at the expense of having a sermon. Like, I need a sermon. I'm going to sacrifice this text. I'm going to take this text and instead of really looking at what it's about, I've got to make it preach. I've got to make it a- uh, applicable. I've got to make it practical and just destroy the text. I, I, I hate to say it. I think in many cases, 
and on a Saturday night, a pastor is sitting in his office putting together his sermon, and a roundabout way, he takes out a knife and stabs it right into the heart of the text of Scripture. I'm like, I'm going to kill this Scripture because I need a sermon. I got to have three points. I got to make it practical. I got I to make it. I got and, and I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. And I confessed this morning to the church that, you know, stupid, stupid. I even hit myself in the head right there in the church going, stupid, 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 stupid. I did this. I did the same thing in the past with Ezekiel 37 because I'd been taught Bible college seminary. This picture is salvation. That picture is the restoration of Israel. That's what the text literally says. How can we sacrifice that? Another thing we did this morning, uh, well, we didn't get to it. If you were listening live, I had Twyla, she was sitting there reading the uh, Matthew Henry's commentary while I was preaching, uh, but I still challenge everyone to grab Matthew Henry's commentary online um, and read what he has to say in regards to Ezekiel 37, and you'll see how it's all spiritualized and it becomes the church. And I read from a commentary during that sermon about it. So we did a lot of discussion this morning about sacrifice, basically sacrificing the text for a sermon and that there's a difference between a sermon. Now, I, and so I'm not saying this happens in every single case. Some cases people preach sermons and they're actually dealing with the text. But in some cases, you're just like, no, 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 no. You didn't even, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, and, I've, and I've been told that you can't do that in a sermon. You'll lose the people. You can't do that. That's too much like a seminary. That's too, well, are the people there to learn or they're there to get a sermon? If all we're there is, is, is someone there to listen and my, my job is simply to present something using all the techniques you learn in speech class, you know, to win, to win over friends and influence people, then I don't know what we're doing. We need to just stop calling it a church and just say that we're a, we're a group of people who get together who like hearing good speeches. And just, we can just bring in anybody to give a speech. It doesn't matter. Bring in atheist, agnostic. Just can you give a good speech? Because my people just want a good speech. Make it 35 minutes. Make sure everybody gets home. No, we need to get back to actually dealing with the text. And so I, I think that there is that's an important distinction, and we made that. Also this morning when we dealt with Romans chapter 9, um, I hope you are realizing, if you've been listening to the series in Romans 9, we I mean, you talk about taking a detour. It, it may feel like we're a thousand miles off the road, but we, we have to establish exactly the promises made to Israel because that will tell us God is not done with Israel. So then whatever we do with Romans 9, 10, and 11, whatever we come conclusion we come to, getting rid of Israel won't be an option if I can prove to you that God is not done with Israel before we get into Romans 9, 10, and 11. It's a really weird way of approaching it, but I think it's important to do it that way. So that's what we're, well, that's what we're working on um, there. And hopefully those sermons have been, hopefully those sermons have been beneficial to you. And then this afternoon, uh, we did a message, uh, I did a broadcast dealing with spiritual apathy. And a, and, a, and a book about overcoming apathy. I think uh, I think that was a good discussion as well. So please listen to that as well. So we'll see how this goes uh, this week with our study on a life of persecution. That I, that was a good discussion this evening. I hope it was beneficial. I know I dealt with controversial subjects like the pandemic and church's responses to things. I know I'm going to make a lot of people mad. But I hope people don't miss the point, right? 
the, the point that we were trying to make, I'm making sure I didn't miss anything. Okay, good. All right, I didn't miss anything. All right, I, 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 thought, I thought I saw a flash on the screen, like, uh-oh, are we disconnecting? But we're not. Everything is good to go. Um, I hope everyone doesn't miss the point that um, what I'm trying to demonstrate is that persecution, perceived or real, has to be handled and responded to in the most biblical way possible. And what I have seen lately is is whether whether the persecution is real or perceived, that that we throw out the Bible when it comes to it. And so we really, really try to get us thinking along those lines. Um, what else do I want to talk about just briefly? There's a lot of uh, craziness and back and forth going on right now with the, the whole... Eileen Gray, David Gray, MacArthur, excommunication, public shaming. It's getting ugly. It's getting just, it's just getting messy. It's getting really, really messy right now. Accusations are going all over the place and it's just ugly, 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 ugly. So I don't know what, I don't, I'm not going to try to reinsert myself into it. it. It looks like the bottom line is Grace Community basically it does not, is not going to acknowledge any wrongdoing. They don't think they did anything wrong, and uh, they basically, it looks like they're going to blame, the, the wife was would deserve to be excommunicated, and they're not going to remove the excommunication. Doesn't matter that the husband went to prison, and and I guess any support they gave to his prison ministry is justified. So it just seems like it's just, uh, it's, it's just horrible. It's just horrible. And uh, some people, I think this morning, right when I got to church, someone had sent me a video um, about people talking about it, and I've seen... I've had a number of emails today. I, I don't know. I don't really want to reinsert myself back into that controversy because at this point, I'll be honest with you. At this point, just since so many people are talking about it, I don't know if I could add much to it. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm watching it take place. Anyone who jumps into the controversy right now, anyone who jumps into the controversy immediately benefits because of the number of downloads and streams and follows they're going to get. They may lose some people, but they're going to gain, like the people who don't like it, they're going to go follow and listen and stream the people who, who are giving their side of the story. And, and so you're going to, you're, in other words, anyone you lose, you're going to probably gain two or three others. And I don't want it to turn into that I'm chasing a controversy to increase numbers. I, I that, that, oh, that's just ugly. That, that, that to me just feels wrong, and I, I'm just I'm very painfully aware of that of that temptation because I know I know. Go look right now on YouTube. Some of the biggest numbers we have right now are for the things we dealt dealt with that controversy. We we we've increased the number of subscribers to the channel I think by nine hundred ninety nine percent, some crazy percentage. And you're like, what? Just why? Well, it's because of that controversy. Because of that controversy, and it's like. I don't want to, I don't want to be the, you know, the ambulance, the ambulance, ambulance chaser of podcast. You know, Ooh, 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 there, there, look at that. There's, there's pain, death, destruction, and hurt. Let's chase it and broadcast about it. Yeah. There are times you have to deal with these issues, but then there comes a point you just realize, well, okay, what, 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 what are we accomplishing now? MacArthur, the grace community is basically, they're, they're not, they're not budging. They don't think they did anything wrong. All of their supporters don't believe they did anything wrong. They're all attacking uh, the people who are bringing up this horrible situation. So you're not going to convince them. 
and the people already think they're wrong, what am I going to add to it? So, you know, if anything changes, we will talk about it. But I, I'm, I'm just, I, I just see the temptation. I just see the temptation too much because I know if I do a, if I do a Bible study exercise, right, I'm going to get fifty percent less streams and downloads. Fifty percent. If I do something on Romans nine, like you, you look at anything that I did today, Jude, Romans nine, Bible study exercise on John thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. You look at those numbers compared to anything dealing with those controversial issues. Now, what's interesting, on the Sermons 2.0 app, the Bible study exercises get more, they get more streams and downloads than the controversy. It's really weird. It looks like now that people who have the Sermons 2.0 app or the Church One app are really looking for Bible content, and the people on YouTube and other podcasting apps, they're looking for the controversy. It's a very weird dynamic. I'm aware of it, but I'm, I'm going to try not to allow it to, um, I'm going to try not to give into the temptation. I acknowledge the temptation. I acknowledge the desire. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I, man, I come up here and fire up the microphone, man, go dive into that controversy. Boom. I'll get a hundred, I'll get a hundred listens probably within a couple of hours, but I'm not, I'm, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. I just think it would be wrong. But at the same time, I can't ignore the problem. So it's always, well, where's that balance? Where's that balance? And, 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 I'm, and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to probably make bad decisions sometimes. So just understand that sometimes I'll, I'll probably be doing the wrong thing. All right, we're at 33 minutes. And uh, everything seems good. Wow. Now, now I'm frustrated because uh, I could have done the the uh, imitation of Christ. I could have done I could have done that tonight, but um, we I, I I didn't want to do teaching and then it all go bad. So I think everything's good. Everything's good. I would uh, for those in the Discord channel, um, just so, just something if you ever want to do this, um, you don't have to give me like I know I know people are always scared to tell me. Because they're afraid, uh-oh, he's going to do a sermon review on it. But please, always feel free to share what you learned in church today or what your sermon was about or what you heard or or, or if you teach Sunday school, what you taught. Uh, share, because I like hearing what's going on in other churches. You know, oh, they, ooh, they were studying what? Okay, that's good. What were the points? I know sometimes people are afraid that I'm going to be like, what in the world is that? It's, it's uh, okay, I won't. I won't church, I won't uh, search out the sermon, do a review, and then give your name, phone number, and address. Saying, "Well, they told me about it." Uh, no, I won't do that. I won't. I won't review it. But I do like hearing and seeing what's going on around the world because we have people listening to us in all kinds of different states, all and probably all kinds of different kinds of churches. So I'm always interested. Like, so you okay? What was the sermon on? Okay, well, well that was interesting. And and it, you don't have to say it was good. You don't have to even say it was bad. I just like hearing what was going on because uh, I think it was today, this afternoon. It's just it's always interesting to me. Like uh, we we I was trying to do the thing on the imitation of Christ, and one of the people in the Discord channel was like, you know, I may not hear if you do it again because I'm getting ready to go into the evening service. Like they were going into church. So what did they hear tonight? And I think that uh, where did what did they hear tonight? And at their church. While we were doing John 13, 14, 15, and 16, what were they doing? I'm always interested in just what's going on. Um, I've, I've always been that way. Whenever I drive past the church, I'll be like, I wonder what they're, I wonder what they're studying tonight. I wonder what they're doing in there. I wonder, I wonder what the sermon is. I wonder what the Sunday school lesson was about. 
I'm, I'm always curious. I'm always curious. And so um, sometimes I'll just spend like months and months and months just gra- trying to find every sermon from every local church and just listening, going, oh, that's, oh, wow, that's, that's an interesting thing. Okay. And so now sometimes by the time I'm done, I'm, you know, totally depressed and discouraged because I think, you know, you know, heresy has spread over and taken over the world, but it's just always interesting. So those on the Discord channel, whenever you want to share, that's great. You don't have to, but I'm always, just know that I'm always interested in knowing what you're learning and what you're doing. And not only that, um, especially if you hurt, if you, if, in other words, you could do it this way. We were talking about this. Here's my question. You know, I don't have to go review the sermon, but I can then deal with your question if you ever need a, additional like study on something. Now, if you're, if, depending on your church, you may be able just to call your pastor and get an additional sermon the next week. Some, some pastors may do that. Some may not, but I'm just always curious. So, all right. I can't, there's probably a 900 other things we could talk about this evening, but there you go. I apologize more for just kind of rambling, but uh, I wanted to see if everything was going to work. And uh, I feel good. I feel good because I was worried that something was happening with the laptop and that would be horrible and trying to um, buy another laptop. Oh man, that would be, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that expense would be really bad. So, because we got this Dell laptop uh, when it was on a massive discount, and uh, yeah, to buy another one, you know, would be would be crazy. Now, of course, if I was spiritual, I would I would not have a Dell laptop. I would have something from Apple. But yeah, I'd also have to become a drug dealer to pay for it. Okay, but so um, so it have to be I have to be a little unspiritual in order to to use this. I feel I feel really really bad. I feel really bad that I have to use it, but. That's the way it works. All right. Okay. I don't think, uh, I don't see any other comments. There we go. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to everyone. Please, I want to make sure everyone, I know you didn't get anything out of this, but thank you so much for listening because I really needed to know that everything was working uh, properly before I dedicate another hour of time, uh, you know, and, and everything goes horribly wrong. So. We'll figure out what's going on with the topical method, but I think we're going to have to do some kind of teaching on it. So we will we will get that done this week. All right. I think that's everything. Good. Everyone have a great night, a great week, and uh, work on John 15, 18 through 27, and John 16, 1 through 4, and then all of the, the, the assignments. We did two of them tonight, so you only have two assignments left, and make it a good week of Bible study. All right. Everyone have a great night. God bless.